Hey, it's John Richards, a cut above horror review. We are on episode number 16. We are chatting about a movie from 2017 called Terrifier. It is Halloween month, so we continue with that Halloween theme. Yeah, this one, a uh, little gory. Maybe not for the kiddos. So we'll kick into episode number 16, a cut above horror review, Terrifier. Get ready for a gory good time, because it's starting right now. Cut my life into pieces. Good evening, and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we will be discussing the movie Terrifier from 2017. But first, let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, say hello to Hyderberg. How's it going, Hyderberg? Hi, Hyderberg. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, guys. How's What's up, going? John? What's up, Jacqueline? How's it going? Going good. Yeah? Good. Having a good weekend? I am. Pretty nice, good man. weekend. You're looking cool with your bandana on and your black shirt. Oh, yeah. You kind of look like Thank a biker. You. I'm just doing it with my Nike shirt. Just doing it. <laughs> All this right. Is my, this up. is my, I came home from work and I still have my bandana uh, on. Oh, that's cool. I probably should have worn one too. I'm having a bad hair day. Me Next too. up. Good evening, John. How you doing? Hey guys. Doing very, very well. I got to say that um, <clears throat> my week did not end well. Oh, no. Yeah, let me tell you why. And it's a very serious situation. Um, I saw the movie Halloween Kills. I knew it. Um, not a fan. <gasps> let me ask you guys. We're like, real quick. And Jacqueline, how's your week been? I'm sorry. Before I get it's to fine. that. Okay. It's fine. Okay. How, how's your week been? Me? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's it's been fine. Okay. The kids yeah. are sick, but other than that, it's cool. Well, that's, you know, having kids and their yeah. Petri dishes, they, they collect those things. Um, uh, if I asked you to say one word about the, the original Halloween that made it successful and made it a classic, what would you say that word was? You want to go first, Hyderberg? I'd say atmosphere. Damn okay. it. That was my word. That was okay. my word. Okay. Sorry. In my well, opinion. We agree. We're all the it, same patrons. It was simplicity, the simplicity yeah. of the mm -hmm. plot that, you know, I, and you could go into, you can go into score and everything like that. But like the movie Halloween from 1978, the thing that made it a classic was simplicity, mm -hmm. that it just was this one story and there weren't like a bunch of other things going on. Mm -hmm. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the final um, Halloween Kills uh, trailer coming out. And I, I said to you, I said it felt bloated. It felt like there yes. was way too much going on. I remember you saying that. So I saw right. this movie. I saw this movie, and that's exactly what it was. It was oh, so boy. bloated. You're just like, what am I watching? Oh, and I'll tell you right man. now, I, you know, behind the scenes stuff is that Andy, uh, my former co-host on the, on the other podcast, texted me. He's like, "What did you think about it?" I said, "Dude, this movie was so bloated." He goes, "I agree. I think I'm too stupid to figure out what it was." I mean, Andy it, said that he did. And, and it's, it's, I'm not going to give anything away because we may review it one day, but mm -hmm. it was, it was a lot of homages. It was so many different storylines, so many different plots in this movie that mm -hmm. you're just like, what the hell am I watching? Am I stupid? I, am I not getting what they're trying to tell me? Because mm -hmm. 2018 was fine. Mm -hmm. What they did was. Man in mask kills people. That's, it's real simple. Like, Correct. Yeah. And that's what Don't they need did. to dress it up. 
they that's what they did in 2018. They just continued it on mm-hmm. and it just it had the gore to it. It just like like they brought in so many other characters. And, yeah. and you could see it Tommy from the Doyle. Tommy Doyle and Lindsay and and you know they brought back old names from the, the original movie. I I'm trying not to spoil this thing, but man, it right. was it sounds like they strayed too far from what a Halloween movie is supposed to be. Agreed. And I think a lot of the, the sequels did the same thing. Uh, they yeah. just they just really try to overcomplicate things. And I was not a fan. I know people have had a really good time with this. It made like $53 million at the, at, at the box office. And gr- good on them because I know they keep the budget low. Not a fan, though. Sorry. Mm. Well, that that's a bummer. I'm franchise. sorry you were disappointed. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping to within the next week or so. I still I still want to see it. I'm hearing a lot of hate for it, but I just want to see it myself. But I'm I'm really sorry you're disappointed. That's really a bummer. I mean, we've all been really looking forward to it for the past two years. Right. And and, and the thing is, is that I would not discourage anybody from from going to see it. I would actually say, go ahead, go see it and let me know what you thought. And maybe I missed something. But, you know, I, I my favorite horror movie of all time, and we may do a top 10, spoiler, is Halloween 1978. So simplicity everybody simplicity directors david gordon you know, green danny mcbride when it comes to especially simplicity. slashes i feel like yeah yeah exactly like the movie we're going to talk about today ah. <laughs> yeah oh wow talk about simplicity Oops. okay well <laughs> john do you have any news or should we just move right into this thing <clears throat> oh real quick speaking of david gordon gordon green uh he's been attached to remake all three exorcist movies one the heretic i'm not into that three. are you serious I'm dead serious. That's sacrilegious, in my opinion. Pun intended. Yeah, I know. The first mm-hmm. movie is a classic. So is the third one. The second yeah, one the sucks. Yeah, the third but... one's good. I get it. It's, you know, it's up there. But the first one, man, it still bothers me. I still don't I watch know. it that often. I... After, after, after what I just saw this past weekend, I'm totally with you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sort of speechless. Like, I'm a little dumbfounded right now. I didn't know, like... oh. <laughs> Okay, why are they even talking about remaking the original one? And then beyond that, when they haven't even done the first one yet, why are they already planning to do two and three? Like, but but Jacqueline, here's the thing: is that I, with Blumhouse, I, Blumhouse, they 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 try to reach for the stars and they try to hit a home run, and sometimes they whiff, and they totally whiff with the new Halloween movie. But the thing is, is that I'm with you. I. I they didn't remake Halloween. They made it a direct sequel from 1978, right. four years later, whatever. So great. And it was I'm fine. okay with that. It I'm was okay fine. But they decided to make it a trilogy even before the first one or first sequel came out. It's a little presumptuous. Yeah. I think it's a little arrogant. I think it's just, mm-hmm. it's a money grab for me. I mean, if you're, if you're saying exorcist, Hey, we capitalized on the Halloween name. How about the exorcist name? I don't know. <sighs> Like, if you had a solid treatment, I, I don't want it to be remade, but if you had, like, a solid treatment for the first one, maybe, and there was some success yeah. to it, I, and then I, you thought about sequels, but no. I dis- I disagree. I think what they did, if they made it a actual sequel of Halloween where, you know, Michael Myers... No, I meant Exorcist. Is, I know, but I'm just saying oh. that they're saying a remake of this. Yeah. So they're going to yeah. say more gore. They're going to They're going to show more... I mean, back in what was it, seventy four, when it came out? What more man. can you show? 
I don't know. I mean, like to me, that it, movie it, made ex- people barf and almost have heart attacks. Exorcist is a perfect movie. I mean, it really is. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not automatically against remakes. Uh, I think there are some, and maybe we can even do like a top some two remakes uh, list sometime. I'm not against gonna... them automatically, but they like I I have high standards for them. Like they have but... to do it well and. I'll give them a chance, but past history does not make me optimistic. You are going to like, you are going to love my third story then. Okay. So the second story, M. Night Shalomon, ready to direct his next disappointment. It's going to be called (laughs) (laughs) Knock at the Cabin, the name of the movie. Uh, uh, it's it expected to be, uh, it's actually filming now, expected to be released uh, February 2023. Now let's end on a high note. We reviewed a movie called At Midnight, I'll Take Your Soul. Basically part of this this whole series of Brazilian horror movies uh, uh, via Coffin Joe. So so the director of those movies uh, unfortunately passed away last year. and uh, But he had these whole series of movies. You want to talk about a remake that really needs to happen. It is going to happen. What? What? Elijah Wood's company, SpectraVision, oh. is set to produce a remake of the entire series of Coffee. Really? Oh, that, but wait, wait. Before I get too excited, okay. are you telling me that M. Night Shyamalan is going to direct this? No, no, no. That, was, that was the previous that story. Was the I was, second. Oh, thank yeah. God. Okay. Oh, my, my God. I, my, middle, <sighs> my middle was a buffer that M. Night Shyamalan's okay. coming out with a new movie. My third oh. story was. Oh, oh, oh okay. Elijah, I thought you were, that was like preparation for. Okay. No, okay. Well, then I'm super excited. Yeah, Elijah Woods Production Company, SpectraVision, is going to come out with a reboot of the entire Coffin Joe series, starting with the movie At Midnight I'll Take Your Soul. Okay, now that is warranted. I can get behind that. First of all, I think it's a a film series that could use an update. Yes. Uh, And second of all, I trust Elijah. He, I think yeah. he's proven himself, and I think SpectraVision has proven itself, and I trust it, and I trust him. So I think he is, yeah, I think I think he as an individual has surprised us all with what kinds of projects he was willing to do in his career. Like, I mean, thinking back to when he was like a, a young, young star, I mean, I would have mm-hmm. never expected him to do a remake of Maniac, for God's sake. Yeah, you know? I never that saw was that. fantastic. Oh, shit, Hydro- I oh. I'm gonna oh. pick it then sometime. I only oh, just God. saw the original like last year, so. Oh, oh shit! Did you see Come to Daddy? Dude, I did. Yeah, I sort of liked it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. little Frodo came a long way. I'm I'm really He's got that I'm Frodo money, so he can really choices. do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah, I'm impressed. So okay, that is great news. Thank you for ending it on a high note because I was kind of bummed out, man. I'm sorry. Is it gonna be foreign <laughs> language? Or are they gonna just modernize it and keep it like English? I don't know. They don't have a lot. They don't have a lot behind yeah. the story. They I'm just keep, said that. Keep an ear out, though. Definitely. I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Elijah heard our podcast on At Midnight, I'll Take Your Soul and goes, you know what? That would be a great series to remake. So I, I would I'm, say. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. A cut above, a, a cut above horror review got in Elijah's ear and said, yes, let's do that. Yeah, just give I'm us sure a we'll get special thanks. Yeah, we'll get yeah. special thanks in the credits <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Like, inspired by. Monetarily, I don't need it, but if we got credit for that, I would be like, yeah, yes. That'd be awesome. Oh, shit. I would die happy. The exposure. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Exactly. Oh, right. I'm I'm done. That that was it. Yeah, I had to end on a high note. So that was great news. Thank you for thank you for saving the best for last. I appreciate Thanks. that. Seriously. You just made Jacqueline's weekend. <laughs> Excellent. Dude, that's awesome. Speaking I can't wait to... Go ahead. I was just gonna say I can't wait to tell my friend Alberto because he loves Cop and Joe too. So yeah. I'm sure yeah. he'll be Before we jump in the movie, I just wanted to shout out Straight Chillin' for having their um Chilloween this weekend. Oh yeah. 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 That was a great time. They had yeah, a, a costume contest and a trivia contest and they showed uh, the Jacqueline, did she win the trivia? You and Nicole tied or? No, no, no. It was Nicole and Caitlin. I, I, oh, I you came, came in second. second. I came in second. It's disappointing. They showed Halloween, Halloween 2018? Yeah. yeah. That was a what, surprise movie. Was Justin there? Uh, he Just, had to leave. Oh. He oh, was there weird. just for the first half hour or so with the trivia and the costumes, but he cut out before the uh, movie. He was in so. an internet cafe in Korea, and he there was no sound. He, so could, he, yeah, couldn't he, couldn't, like, he was just talk. talking through chat, and he was just nodding and stuff to everything we said. It was weird. Yeah. Like I'm know, doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to, we were trying to embarrass him. We were hoping that the audio was coming out through the speakers. <laughs> That's awesome. But, but yeah, no, we it was a good time. Party, and... We were all at our houses. It was weird, but it was fun. Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to get into uh, Terrifier? I am. Yeah, you got to drop that spoiler warning. All right. All right. Cool. Let me, uh, what, should I give the reason why I picked this? Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a Halloween-themed movie, so I picked it. There you go. That's here's a good a reason. <laughs> here's a spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about Terrifier. I guess it, it, it came out in 2017, made in 2016 in its entirety. If you have not seen this movie, make sure you pause the podcast, go check it out on most streaming services, and then come back to find out what we thought about it. There we go. All right. Um, before the reach around, do we want to decide if it fucks or sucks? Yes. All right, John, you get to go first since it's your pick. Um, God, man, this is really tough because... I'm not a big fan of gore, but something hit me right about this movie when it came to the gore. Um, so I'm going to say it um, flaccidly fucks. <laughs> All right, cool. That's, a good, that's good. I'm surprised I didn't think about that one. How did you, how did you feel about this? Uh, I think this movie straddles that line, like, like you just said, John, that like Malignant did for me. Where right. I, like, I don't want to say it sucks outright, because it, it does some interesting things. And like you said, the gore is re- really good. But I definitely don't think it fucks. So unfortunately, I'm just going to have to say it, it sucks. Okay. Jack, I, I'm a little surprised to hear you say that. But okay, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your all your thoughts behind it. All right, Jacqueline, what do you think of Terrifier? <laughs> Sometimes I am surprised at what I like, how my opinions land compared to you guys. Like, so I don't know. I thought it fucked. I I had never seen this <laughs> I knew movie it. before. I knew she was gonna love it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm sick, but um, I thought. I mean, okay, there were things. There were problems with it, which we'll get into. It wasn't like a perfect movie. So, well, okay. I would recommend this movie if you are not looking for any kind of an in-depth story or any kind of a, like deeper meaning to anything. If you oh, just, fun. if you're in the yeah, if you're in the mood to just watch a gory slasher and turn your brain off and be scared by a creepy villain, then I would highly recommend this movie. So uh, for me that I was in that mood, I was down with it. I found it scary. So for me, it fucks. 
It's a movie where the best acting is done by a man who doesn't speak a line. It doesn't even that. breathe. He doesn't even. Oh, I'm sorry. Let let let's do the. Let's okay. do that. You think I, there's good acting in this movie? Okay, that's, I'm gonna get into that. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah well, okay. So let's let's hear the reach around. All right. Gather round, because there's a new slasher in town. He goes by the name of Art the Clown. He'll cut that frown and piece it upside down. On your head, clown shoes smashed until you're dead. Call, better call the cops. Cat lady tried and lost both her tops. A bloodbath so large you'll need 30 mops. Rusty hacksaws cutting through your guts. Dawn was a slut and didn't make the cut. A movie so divisive it, might, it may leave you split. Art posing naked wearing cat lady's tits. Love blood and gore, then this is a hit. Even if the plot has taken a shit. Art is a clown that kills just for fun. Holy shit, a slasher that uses a gun. Now settle in for All Hallows' Eve. Let's watch what terrors Art has up his sleeve. Try as you might, you can't freaking leave. By the end of the night, there will be one survivor, forever scarred by the terrifier. <laughs> that was bullseye perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got to do the uh, uh, reach around plot like right after the spoiler, because that had a lot of spoilers in it. Yeah. That, that, was, that was just oh my masterful. God. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm like crying right now. Oh it was so hard not to laugh while you were reading That's why that. I texted you before. Don't laugh when I scream. I know. I know. I, need to, I, I, I always I, laugh during your, so I have to, I have to get better at that. I, I was, I was feeling the same. Exactly. Art uses a gun. Okay. Do you want to yeah. start off there? Cause this seems to I would really love upset to. you, John. I, I would okay. love to. John, talk about the dang gun. Okay. So, so uh, our, our main character, Tara. Or who you think the main character is going to be? Tara gets terrorized by Art the Clown, who, by the way, is the one of the dopest slashers you will ever see. How frightening was this motherfucker? Yeah, he is expertly played honestly, by David Howard Thornton. Yeah, he's he scared me to pieces. To be honest with you, that guy looked awesome. The teeth, yeah. like yeah. his makeup never ran. He just oh had blood God. on him. His mannerisms and like the way he pantomimes and stuff like that was just like really, really good. Yeah, but Hydrobrick, he never made a sound. He didn't even breathe. Like, like when he got stabbed, it was like, like he, he, it was was silence. And that, like to me, that was fucking awesome. But he takes our main character, who you think our main character is going to be, because he has an attraction to Tara, and he shoots her. He runs out of bullets, and and her sister's supposed to come pick her up. He loads the gun back up and just loads it into this girl's head. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah. How many, yeah. How, how many times? Was, you see- I've never seen that before. I Okay. So I'm going to pick a bone with you, okay. John. Uh, I ruined it for you, didn't I? You did a little bit. Um, okay, sorry. You, at the end of last episode, you told us. Oh, get ready to because I I said that I'd never seen him before. And you're like, oh, he uses some interesting tools for his yeah, murders. And, and Hydraberg was like, shut up. And then you were like, I he, uses, he a gun. uses a gun. But, but, but Jacqueline, okay. <laughs> so it, I was it, expecting it, man. I know, I understand. But did you did you expect him to unload it into her face? No, but I would have rather been outraged yeah. on my own and not know. No, because there was another kill that may have outraged you even more than that. Well, I would the like to off. touch on that at some point soon. Well, I just, I, I would have rather have been a surprise. So don't do I, that, I, man. I, I apologize. I, I he was very, apologize. he was like a kid who wanted to tell his mom something. I did. I, I did. know. I know. I did. It's okay. It's sort of cute that you were excited about that. I was like a little boy I, going I, like, I can't believe I've seen a slasher. I do think, 
that whether this movie is good or not, whether you like it, like Art the Clown is a standout. And like the actor, he's become an icon, like quickly in one feature film, really. Like, yeah, he's out there like at cons and everybody recognizes him right away. So I'm kind of hoping, I don't know if this will happen because I, this was a new watch for me and I, it hasn't totally, like I've heard of it, but it hasn't been like strong on my radar in terms of how audiences have received it. Mm-hmm. So I, I may be out of the loop here, but I'm kind of hoping that this becomes a whole franchise like there's a sequel on Elm coming Street. Out. I heard that there's a sequel coming next February. So I'm right. jacked for that, but I hope that this becomes a long running franchise to the point that Art the Clown becomes part of the pantheon of classic iconic slashers like Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or Jason. I, I thought it was that scary and that charismatic like Freddy. That's, uh, that's, I, I would like to see a, a long running franchise with him. That, that is the mix of Freddy and Jason slash Michael because yeah. they're, they're, they're your silent killers. Freddy's exactly. like outlandish. Exactly, exactly. But Art, the, Art the Clown is so silent and he could pop up behind you mm-hmm. and he just has that creepy ass, gross teeth smile that, you know, and he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't give a fuck more than Jason does. It. I mean, Jason will just, you know, the thing about Art the Clown, he uses everything. He uses mm-hmm. everything in his well, He bag, makes his literally. own weapons too. You see him in his workshop. Literally uses his own bag of weapons i mean just mm-hmm, hatchets mm-hmm. and freaking i would like to actually know more about his backstory to be honest and that was one of the things that i one Me of my too. criticisms about this film nope i don't want to know i, I understand i, 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 I want to like is he an escaped convict like what happened to him you see some scarring on his face when he's putting makeup on like all right so and then towards the end like they make this turn is he supernatural like because he just seemed like yeah, a normal i mean guy. it seemed like it, i mean just a normal we really guy. thought he was dead i mean like we yeah. just, I mean, like we really thought he was dead we saw him die basically and then he just like pops back up at the end so, so of- I, that reminded me of like a jason or a michael myers or whatever that like he cannot be stopped and and john i think you really hit the nail on the head there where you said he was kind of a, a like an amalgamation of those He's silent like Michael Myers, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, he has a Funny lot like of personality and charisma like Freddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and I thought he was absolutely terrifying, to be honest with you, um, in a way that I have not been scared of a villain in a long time, right. truly. So I was, I was so happy to, that, you guys, that you picked this movie because um, it was scary, but he, he also made me laugh. And I didn't expect for him to make me laugh because he was so scary from the get-go that I was like, oh man, they said that he was humorous, but I don't see it. I was like really grounded in being like afraid. Here. I but then know, like I would say like two thirds of the way that did not make me laugh. Um, no, that, like that, him sitting down there and buying the ring for her and giving it to her. No. And I'll tell you why. I think maybe this is just something that you guys can't like tap into as men, but that the first like um well not the first 20 minutes or so but the the early portion where they get to the car and they're drunk and they see the guy and they're like oh we shouldn't drive but let's get out of here let's go get some pizza and then they're walking back and he's there too that to me was way too real and reminded me of real things that have happened to me where 
there's somebody creepy that may or may not be following you and is popping up in places where you feel they shouldn't be or, or like in, you know, too many coincidences that they happen to be where you are. Um, especially like, honestly, the, the feeling that I got watching the girls like walk, you know, get to the car and then turn back and decide to walk into town and get, you know, go to the pizza place. It really reminded me of times that, you know, I was really dumb in my early twenties and like walking around in the middle of the night in downtown Orlando by myself when I should not have been, um, like trying to get somewhere to meet my friends or whatever. And like, that's a very vulnerable position to be in. Um, and even in the supposed safety of the pizza joint, which of course we learned is not safe, mm-hmm. um, that it just, I didn't find that funny. No, at and all. I, like I, it reminded me of Dawn, guys like, who like are pretending, like that are like coming on to you or like just really yeah. behaving in oddball ways. So I, I found that frightening. Um, yeah. in a like very Dawn realistic cuts way. the tension though. She goes and sits on his lap and takes a selfie with him. So I didn't feel like that sort of took away, but I get it as a woman, I could yeah. see how that could didn't. be really could pull on some yeah some actual history i'm not saying i didn't like it it's not a criticism of that guys. part it's just explaining why it was frightening to effective me and for not, you, yeah. it was effective i liked it but it was it was effective in terms of uh evoking fear and dread I, I, but i didn't I, think it was funny no no i didn't either and and i thought damien leone actually did a really nice job of the way you know art the clown looked as silly as he was throughout the movie but but like sadistic is mm-hmm. that th- that was probably the most telltale sign of how evil he really was because uh her the friend uh, uh dawn came up to him i was trying to take a selfie but he is so laser focused on, on Tara, yeah. yeah and just just looking at her like like so creepily and well, she was hot john she was a good looking gal. I mean, for sure. I mean, but yeah, she was pretty cool outfit. Yeah. I liked her outfit. And she really was, but but like the like like predators like these assholes, yeah. you know, out there like doing do, making Jacqueline feel uncomfortable and what she had to go through when she was in her 20s. It's just, you know, you have guys like that, but this guy was so laser focused on that. And I think they I think he was sensitive enough to where it was just that you got that uncomfortable feeling. Cause I did. Mm-hmm. I I and Jacqueline, I, I wouldn't when I was in my twenties, I was a stupid kid. I, I did dumb things, but I would never look at a woman like that. I would never make her feel uncomfortable. And, you know, if I wanted to buy, yeah, her you're drink, not a stalker, a serial killer. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, and, but, but I also, I felt that uncomfortableness, not to the extent of what you felt it, but I also, I was like, no, nah, yeah, that's, that, that's like, oh boy. Yeah. And, and then he it, it was disturbing. It yeah. was, oh, <sighs> Yeah. So there, there were moments later in the movie that I found humorous that made me laugh out loud, but that, that wasn't it. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, I, I felt a strong sense of dread in that pizza parlor scene where uh, Don goes over and sits on his lap, but he's just staring at Tara. Cause yes. it's like, you, you expected him to do something to Don, but he did not And I mean, it was almost, more unsettling the fact that he didn't do anything like well again and i think it started with when he's walking down the street with his bag of tricks (laughs) that he's looking right at tara and just kind of smiles at her Mm -hmm. and then you know look down or they have a conversation and he disappears and i i I mean that was an effective scene 
The acting yeah. in this, but I, I, I must say this at the beginning, the acting in this movie sucked. Like all the way around with the exception it wasn't of good. art. With, with the exception of art. It's art. really bad. Like community theater bad. It was, yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, also, one of my cons, I'll just, I feel like there's no diversity in this movie. And I don't just mean people of color. Like, it feels like everybody in this movie is an Italian from Queens. Like everybody, almost. And it's just like, I get it. You're like, there's a lot of Italians in Queens, but you would have seen some other people show up at some point. It just seems, you, I mean, they're probably all friends with Damon, Damon, uh, the director. Mm-hmm. Damien Leone. Yeah. Damien, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they all have that accent. It was just sort of like, I don't know, for yeah. me, I just noticed I needed, that, yeah. I needed the overtime to clean up the shit, you know. Yeah. Oh, that guy was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I found the, um, the employees at the pizza place like pretty endearing and especially the fact that the main guy was like don't worry you know, he was trying to reassure tara he's saying yeah. don't worry I'll, you know i'll take care of it for you you don't have to worry about it it's like the, that main that was heartwarming i think and you know makes you feel like okay this is a good guy um yeah but just, it makes it even be- worse when he bites it oh my god and by the way we were talking oh, about his halloween kill, yeah 20, yeah halloween 2018 the jack-o'-lantern human head Mm-hmm. This movie did it first. Come on, this movie did it, do it first. I didn't even remember that until I rewatched it. I was like, "Holy shit, that's like straight out of Halloween!" But then I was like, "Wait, this came out first mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't remembered that. Yeah, good, good observation. It actually, um, looked really good. It makes more sense that that Art the Clown would do that to somebody anyway, more than Michael Myers. You know, even though Michael Myers does play games with people, but yeah. But no, it that seems like a, a little whimsical, morbid thing like I could for a see clown like to do. Yeah, cutting like around the eyes and stuff like grinning that. Grinning with glee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Michael Myers is just to stab your ass and put you in the door and that's it. Well, he does some trickery on people here and there, like the ghost costume and stuff. Yeah. yeah. True. That's true. But he, but he killed he somebody play. with a phone cord. Yeah. <laughs> How creative is that? Which you can't even do anymore because there are no phones with cords. Well, unless it's on the charger, and then maybe. True. <laughs> in offices, yeah. I think they still use corded The phones. charger to the cell phone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so, what were you going to say? I forgot already. You go ahead. <laughs> um, so, I just want to, like, I, Jacqueline, I want to know what you thought, since we're talking about creepy guys. I noticed this the first time I watched the movie, and I still notice it now. There's a lot of brutality towards women in this movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, men get killed, but they mostly get killed in your stereotypical slasher way. They get stabbed in the head. They get their head cut off. The mm-hmm. women, like, there's a woman who gets her tits cut off. There's another woman who gets sawed in half, starting at her vagina. Mm-hmm. She's naked. And it just, I'm just wondering if there's more meaning to the violence. Maybe, like, I don't, it just, and, like, I'm wondering how you took it as a woman, how it made you feel. Because for me, I, like, I don't know, I was raised by a woman. And it, it just felt, I don't know, it made me uncomfortable. And I know that's what it's supposed to do, so... Mm-hmm. I should give it a plus for that, but at the same time, it just it felt kind of dirty for me. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I think it's sort of like an old-fashioned way to execute a slasher movie. Yeah. Um, I think it's like it, it's like too obvious. It's too overdone. It's too. It's just like like it's 2021. I mean, I I'm not against killing female victims by any means but 
it was like yeah i know that they're he killed, like sexualized it seems yeah I, I i know that he killed male victims too but i feel like the female characters were tortured and like yeah the the kills were i, I don't want to say more brutal because like one guy got his whole head stomped in but they're more True. elaborate and more drawn out i think and it's just yeah. like I feel like in this in this time, it's like let's be more egalitarian about it. <laughs> if we had a let's... nod to his backstory, like I said, maybe we saw that he had an abusive mother or something like that. Like maybe that would at least give us something to go along with. Like okay, this is why he has this. Maybe it, like, like maybe that that could have given us more backstory. And I agree with you, Jacqueline. It I, made me you know, like I, I think you put it in perfect perspective is that it was kind of sexualized because it was the woman's breasts were chopped off or this woman was cut from crotch to head with a hacksaw, mm -hmm. a rusty hacksaw. They showed all the violence in the world with this guy getting his head crushed in and the other guy getting his head like, like literally or, or almost decapitated. And they showed yeah. all of it. Yeah. They I mean, I'm this, not... the, but they showed this woman. And, and again, I had a problem with this. On, on both ends is that this woman was upside down, very submissive and just blood just pouring down her face while she's, she's, she's naked, the actress, you know, and they're just probably taking buckets of blood, but it did feel very kind of uh, misogynistic a little bit, maybe. I mean, it's a sick kill, but. I and mean, no, it, it is. It is a but... great kill. So I feel, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the solution is because yeah. I, I mean, it's a slasher movie and, like we know what slasher movies are, but I feel mm -hmm. like they can be, they can be, they can evolve over yeah. time, you know? And I, I can't say that I object to the, the vivisection kill being in this movie. I guess it's just that I felt like the murders of the women were, were more, um, like I said, more torturous and more elaborate yeah and more emphasized it was almost like the men got killed just because they got in the way yeah they got bonked on the head or like like you know, but, but the but the real targets were the women the and women. I, right. yeah. I i it's i i don't know what the solution is because it's like yes yeah, so that is sexualized Right with the homeless woman so, that, that that was but, kind of the squatter of, uh, of the, cat lady, the apartment the cat lady. Or, or the cat lady whatever she was but like she was she was holding a a doll, right? And then Art Clown found the doll, and she oh, yeah. walks up to him in in the middle of the movie and comforts him. It's like, have you ever had That's a nice right. touch? She does. Yeah. And yeah. and just comforting his face, and and you know, he's sucking his thumb. And then so maybe all that of a sudden, was a nod towards his his trauma. Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, it's just like like her her breasts are cut off, like like her whole upper body, and he wears it in this. Yeah, that's too. He walks around that's, naked. That CGI was so fucking bad, and I was like, it took me out of the movie just watching it again. I'm like, oh my god, really? Because which part? Around. Seeing seeing him you wearing her, her or her yeah. without the scalp and the and the, without with like her skin off. Like like seeing that was was disturbing to me, but the the way they did the CGI and the the way they did that, it was like, oh, I got to be effeminate or whatever whatever he's doing. Out of place was that me, CGI? Too. I I thought he was. I thought he had like no. a you know, it was like costume, like practical was, costume it, it, and makeup. It probably was a green screen. I, I think they spent a lot of this budget on that scene itself mm -hmm. because I think it was the woman's body. 
and they probably had some makeup around her, but I think it was a green I just screen. thought it was a, with his, a drape, nope. like a schmock or something, sort of hanging. Nope. Because you see, you see the shape of her body. I mean, she she was a very very thin woman. Yeah. So so, like you see the shape of her, but you see him walking around with his big old like freaking. That scene just sort of felt. I thought, out of place was, I thought that was really his body. I really did. Yeah, it uh, might have been. He is a thin actor. But he is. Let's just but, get but, let's just get Damien on the podcast and ask I know, him about it. He would actually. He does go on podcasts a lot. He's a pretty um, like an average you? Joe sort of guy. Like he I'm, I'm making you the producer. So get a hold of him. All right. <laughs> um, so, but, but back to the, the topic at hand, I, I don't know what the answer is. Like, I, I mean, maybe this is the wrong thing to say, but I, I didn't mind those types of kills being in the movie. I, I thought they were really disturbing. Sure. Um, yeah. But I would like That's to see, I guess, more, like, I, I wouldn't want to, like, take out those kills. I'd rather, like, leave them and then, but elevate so, the, the what, what's being done to the men as well. I would have felt better. And sorry if this, like, is gross, but like if he had cut that guy's head off that he did, and then like stuck his dick in that guy's mouth or something like weird like that, like at least you would see that like he sexualizes a lot of his kills. He gets off on it, you know what I mean? Like not just the women. And right. if we yeah. knew where his trauma was from, maybe we'd know at least. Okay, this is why he brutalizes women the way he does. Well, I, I thought a big t- tail sign was is that that um, uh, Dawn was actually upside down, you know, almost crucified with these chains, True. but she was just wearing her underwear. And he rips them off and then goes like, let me, let me mm-hmm. get this hacksaw down you. So, so it's, you're right. I, I mean, to me, it, it was, it was, it was a tough one to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm fine with it being in the movie, I guess is, is like my bottom line, but it's like, it was disturbing. And um, I would have liked to see more than just a straight up like decapitation for like a, a male, yeah. a male yeah, character. Just more context or something. Um, yeah. Maybe he cuts a guy's wiener off or something. That would have been. And look, but I'm I, a guy. I'm just saying some little. You know, I agree equality. with you, Hyderberg, though. I, I know John wasn't totally on board with this, but I wouldn't mind seeing a film that addresses his backstory. Maybe not all the way back to childhood no, or whatever, no, no, but just even even something that shows him like maybe the first time he kills someone and like why that happened. And I don't know, but um, a, a little more about I mean, I want to I want to see him without the makeup on and like um and True. see him going about his life when he's not doing this you know like when he's so-called out of character he works for amazon <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> what row he's gonna fight three thousand miles away come on his eyebrows look like one of those ladies that like shaves them off and then paints them back on really oh, yeah. horribly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he's mad about that. He got he a bad eyebrow did. job done by some woman. So he was like, fuck this. Right. Speaking of, I, I think the makeup on this character was absolutely incredible. It's it's probably yeah. the scariest clown makeup I've ever seen. Um, I think it, blood on him. I think oh, yeah. it outdoes Pennywise. I think it yeah. outdoes... Um, the dummy from the movie from um, Hell House LLC, oh, which we covered last week. Wait till you was, see Haunt. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if it can beat this though. It's like, I mean, between the grinning teeth with the black stuff in it and yeah, the really eyes, his eyes popped open really wide, and uh, the the facial expressions that he throws around sometimes are so intense and such a picture of menace. 
Do you do you know what Damien Leone did really well with this movie is that that in, in a couple of scenes he actually got his face touched and they they, they didn't show like makeup coming off it was almost like it was like a prosthetic I mean I know he had prosthetic like a, a chin and nose and and cheekbones but it was just like the way they did that it's just like and they explained it away at the end of the movie that this guy is like a supernatural or whatever, which, you know, I, I, I think we all would have a problem with. Um, and maybe we'll get to that. But yeah, but I mean, it was just it was cool the way. OK, you see him putting on at the very beginning of the movie and then, you know, it just stays there. I mean, mm-hmm. that the, the continuity of the movie was was really good with Art the Clown of how he. Yeah. Looked. Mm-hmm. Except like it's weird for me, like when he. When he wears Cat Lady's fucking upper torso, walks around naked, almost like uh, Buffalo Bill from uh, yes. Down the Lambs. Right? Oh, he, terrorizes that, he terrorizes that lady. Fine. Okay. That scene seemed out of place for me, but fine. It made it, you know, it was weird. And right. then like like five minutes later, he's back in fucking clown garb. Like he never, you know what I mean? Like it just seemed weird. Like where does he find the time? Plus... <laughs> The, Where does he find the time? Like, so he he lies. Where in does wait he get with, off with the with the lady's um, scalp on him? Did he know that Victoria was going to show up, Tara's sister? Like, I must have. Did he overhear her call his sis, her sister? Because how did he know anybody was coming? Why was no, he, he did, laying he did there know. naked? There, there was a text message that he sent back. Okay. He, he found he okay, found Tara's phone and then texted her back. It's like he's like, come around to the back. Yeah, Tara's oh, sick. Okay. Come around gotcha. to the back. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that explains it better then. Should we talk about the story a little bit? The, what story? What, yeah. It's just it's just scenes stringing together brutal kills. That's this is just yeah. a gore fest for people that love gore, really, and that's my problem with it. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's maybe the worst problem with this movie is that there's basically no story. There's mm-hmm. no like character evolution or or development there's no reason to really care a whole lot about the characters i mean i guess we kind of identify mostly with i like tara Tara. for the first half yeah Mm -hmm. and Um, i do like the twist of like hey guess what she doesn't pull through like you think she's gonna i love that they switch to her sister as like oh she's the final girl now yeah, I like that. It's all, I almost wonder if that was a nod to Psycho because I think that's one of the best things yeah. about the about the original Psycho is that True. you're on board with this main character and then she dies, you know, halfway through, and yeah. I think that's very disorienting because you're like, oh, well, anything can happen now, mm-hmm. uh, and you you're not safe. So, well, you know what I thought. Oh, go ahead, John. The, the the one thing that really really impressed me was the gun thing because the guy had like three shots in there and shot her in the leg shot her in the side and then shot her in the cheek and then all of a sudden he goes back to his bag of tricks trying to find a clip to reload <laughs> sees the sees the phone call from vicky saying hey you know uh um uh, uh tara's sick come around the back so he reloads and just unloads in her face and, and it's just yeah. like how frightening is that? Have you ever seen that ever in any horror movie? No. No, it I just mean, goes, he, he goes, loads it back up. We've bam, seen bam, bam, guns. Bam, we just haven't seen slashers primarily use them as a weapon. We've seen harpoon guns and stuff like that, but not. I know, but I'm talking about a real gun, which to yeah. me was like, like that, this kind of elevated the movie for me because it was like the kills were 
were so like 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 over dramatic. But that gun thing, I think that disturbed me the most because he just goes there and just unloads in her face. She's not dead. She's got one in her cheek and she's like 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 choking on her own blood. She's still alive. And he just unloads. No hesitation. And I know slashers don't do that, but or or, or the the antagonist don't care. But he just unloaded. She's still alive. I, I think in a different in a different kind of movie, I would have appreciated that kill um, more. But for reasons that I, I don't know that I can really explain, I just feel like pulling out a gun in a slasher movie is cheating. Um, like it's just not done. I, I almost I almost That's feel why it's surprising like, though. I almost feel like there is an unspoken, agreed upon set of rules <laughs> between. A slasher, a slasher villain and a slasher victim that it's like we're gonna play games here we're gonna have a little cat and mouse game and i'm gonna try to fuck you up and uh you know i'm gonna do all these things but like i feel like a gun is just not part of those uh implicit rules here's my counterpoint to that is that okay i agree with you you know okay it's you know it's that 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 cliche of any horror movie is that chase run chase run chase run get killed with machete chase run chase run chase run get killed with a butcher knife chase run chase run chase run get killed with like fingers he had a bag of tricks he was a clown that was the whole point he's a clown he's got a bag of tricks he's got can we talk about uh, that bag sure what kind of fucking trash bag is that that (laughs) all those metal things and sharp objects in it and it hefty, doesn't fucking hefty, break. Hefty. That's it's like hefty. super hefty, bro. Like if it was a burlap sack, I would have believed it more. And, right. and he pulls out a fucking mini tricycle. Where the fuck did that bike come from? <laughs> that was in his bag? Like this movie's dumb. Okay. That bothered me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Seriously, I need to rant. Maybe maybe it was double bagged. <laughs> maybe oh, yeah, there was bag. like maybe there was like a burlap lining inside the bag. I don't know. He had a whip with fucking scalpels on it. Like they weren't, they didn't have caps on them. Like, where did he put that? No, you saw him drill holes into it to make it. The, the, I did, the and that was awesome. Whip. Like yeah. watching him get prepared in the beginning was very fre- like Freddy Krueger, like like in his workshop. Yeah. Like that was yeah. awesome. But then That's he puts it all in a fucking uh, a plastic bag, plastic and it's bag. like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Half that shit's gonna I... fall out on your fucking journey. Uh, <laughs> and he gets it thrown at him. So this is like not heavy. Like a duffel like, bag or yeah, something yeah, that would have made more sense. To me. No, but the, I'm the, laughing, Hydraberg, because you're funny. But but I, I your point is well taken, and yeah, I, I, agree I agree that that sort of thing. Then he's on a bike. I'm just like, where the fuck did the bike come from? I agree that that sort of thing can really take you out of the of what's going on. It's it's distracting. Like, um, well, it's like yeah, at the beginning of the movie, like when he shits all over the wall. The the owner like picks know. up the bag, like there's nothing in there, like there's just towels, yeah. a couple he of towels art on, on the wall in fucking shit. Oh, how fun was that? <laughs> that was oh, shitty. Boy. That reminded me of Candyman, the original Candyman. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I yeah, those little logistical details. I mean, it's a slasher movie, so it's like you can't. I mean, I think we've been taught not to expect logic, but I appreciate it when it does when it when the logic does work. And so little details like that, they're annoying. Yeah. Just like I was annoyed. I mean, necessary as they were for the movie to even work. I was annoyed at all the very, very bad decisions that Tara and Don were making. I mean, I was yeah. just like screaming at the TV, like these are bad decisions. 
Don't How many times did they get the guy up? They got him on the ground and he had his knife right there. And nobody ever <sighs> tries to kill the guy once he's knocked out. They're just like, oh, we're good. But I mean, let me that's tell you something. Let me tell you something. If, if anybody is ever trying to kill me and I manage to knock them down onto the ground and I have a weapon, under no circumstances will I scream repeatedly at him, get up, get up. I will never do that. And I will never just knock him out and then walk away as though I'm safe. I will, if somebody yeah. is trying to kill me and I get them on the ground, I will kill that motherfucker. Like, I mean, I know that this is a thing and that happens all the time in movies and it's necessary so that they can come back and try to kill you some more. But that's, yeah, but I know, these are it, Italians it, from Queens. Like, they would have fucking killed him. <laughs> come on, forget about it. <laughs> Jacqueline, it's it's a horror movie trope, and you see it in every movie, and it's it's infuriating because it's done so many times over and over. I thought the movie Scream, that like like laid that out perfectly. I, and why can't we evolve from that to to make it something better? But well, it's they, not hard. Like all you it's have to not, do, it's not. All you have but, to but, do is like make the character believe that they've killed the villain. Well, yeah, like um, like, in, like the end of the original. I, I, I get that. No, and no, no, no. Halloween. Lori thinks he's I, dead, and so I, she's I, earned that moment to relax. And then he just that. happens to be Michael Myers. But but, but you can't be like, oh, he's unconscious. I'll but again, go away it's, now. It's like like it's almost like Damien Leone is treating us like dumbasses. He's like, we've never seen a horror movie or a slasher movie ever in our life, so let's do this trope once again. Well, I yeah. reject that. I do, I do too. I think it's stupid. I, I it's like like it happens all the time, and especially. If you're doing it now and you're doing it, you know, between 2016 and 2021, we're not fucking stupid. I mean, just do something different with it. Yeah. What do you think of, of like how it's how the ending starts wrapping up with it when the cops show up? Um, he's like eating what's her name's face, Victoria's face. Which that I was interesting. I liked it. Yeah I, yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. And then you, you start to realize that she's the lady from the interview. Uh, I mean, I started picking that up the first time. And then well, the cops show up. What'd you say? Well, can we can we talk about that for a minute? About how yeah. Victoria is the girl from the... Yeah. I, I did not care for the way... I, I did not care for the way that in the opening scene, we see her on this talk show. Like, I'm fine with all this up to this point. Yep. What I don't like is how... When where it gets the, confusing. the interviewer is in the dressing room after the show and is talking on the phone about whatever, and she hears a noise and you're scared. You're like, oh, somebody's there. Mm-hmm. And then it's Victoria who attacks her and gouges her eyes out. Like, she's not supposed to be the killer. Well, and she's I, been I just, traumatized, right? So I just find that to be a stretch. Like that, I did not find believable once I once I knew who she was, who she was at the end, who she turned out to be. I was like, man. So Victoria just had this ordeal, and now she's attacking some lady and cutting her eyes out. How, how could, well, for one, you know, let's be practical about this. How could she see? Her eyeballs are eaten out of her head. Yeah. Number two is. Heidelberg said at the beginning is that the pro- the problem is the end of the movie because art resurrects, right? Mm-hmm. So so if they would have had some sort of transfer of soul, maybe that's what I would have thought. Like she picks uh, up where he left off. Maybe a little trauma. bit better and, and she turns into art or whatever. And she's it a is. new art or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like 
it made no sense because basically they wrapped it up in a bow at the end of the movie of of Vicky sitting in a wheelchair and then you see her face it's like good luck on your interview tomorrow yeah. and it's just like okay also, but you saw art resurrect and and kill this doctor which by the way it looked terrible because it was in the same fucking building that they were filming the entire movie and they yeah, just the whole thing was filmed in one spot yeah but also time-wise, oh, you have you have a low budget. You do what you have to do. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge him that. But no. it's confusing because in the beginning it starts with the interview, right? Which is actually mm-hmm. the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And we see Art see that interview on his little fucking TV screen, right? Right. And that infuriates him that someone's still alive or whatever. So he gets his bag of tricks together and he fucking hits the streets. And then we see him on the streets, and that's when he sees Tara and Dawn. But then we find out that this is all taking place before the fucking interview. So where, like, I thought he was going to go kill the last survivor, yeah. right? And then yeah. so where, where, the timeline is all screwy. It's weird. Right. I don't know. I, I, I think know. I think I think he should have seen the TV interview and then gone there, and he should have been the one hiding in the dressing room yeah. with and overheard the journalist and try, tried to kill both of the tried to kill Victoria as the last survivor. And then the interviewer just because she was there for the hell of it, yeah. you know, that's what I think should have. I just, I just like don't like. I don't like this idea of the. Sequel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I just don't like this idea of the victim turned killer. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I actually don't mind it if it's done right. But... I, I just like in a movie this simple, it's like, Art the clown is the killer. Like, let's just stick with that. We have no other branches of like any other narrative branches in this movie. Let's yeah. not throw this weird trick in there to try to be clever like let's just stick with the plan you guys and then <laughs> how, how, how did vicky become evil she got her face I, just, off. I guess the trauma we're supposed to believe that i don't like that i don't like that she's gone crazy you know what i love i love the i mean I, I get it i just don't like I, it. I love the practical look of her like her nose was eaten off and her eyeball like like the look of her was fine but but, but the idea of her you know being the antagonist at the end of the movie just you're absolutely right. Made no goddamn sense of of, of why, why, why yeah. is she, you know, why is she poking this this interviewer's eyeballs out? And just because she you know. said she was hideous, like, well, like you maybe know she this. went for an autograph. And Everybody thinks she's hideous. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking her eyeballs. Just... And how could she see? She had to be in a wheelchair. Then, I, there's no way she could have saw her, her senses, eyeballs. Man, they're in. heightened because she doesn't have eyes now. She's like daredevil. She, Come on, she's now. daredevil. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, this is a Marvel movie. That's what this no, is. No, it's like it's a, it's Surprise! actually a, uh, it's attached to Split. It's oh, an M. Night God. Shyamalan joint. Anyway. Um, that's why it's called Split because they split the lady in half. <laughs> it's, it's <attached> to <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God! No, but um, like, so what do you think? Like when the cops show up, I thought it was different. Like that Art kills himself, right? You think he's gonna pull around and turn the gun on the cops? Which let's be honest, it's it's NYPD. They would have shot him right away. Like even yeah, answering. I was like, "What are you guys waiting for?" You, you would, you would know better than us, man. Yeah, I like, actually, I, I, I really thought that scene was wonderful because yeah, the look on, on, on the no, no, the look on the actor's face because he is reaching for his gun, and but he's doing that eye roll thing like he's a little kid. It's like, put your other hand up, and he's just like, yeah. And you think uh, he's gonna pull around on the gun? Uh, right, whatever. So he pulls it out. They don't shoot him. He just no. puts it in his mouth and bang. They would have done. Yeah, I was expecting him to try to shoot them. So did I, but yeah. that was that um, was a like to me that was a fun scene. I liked. It. I, I I it surprised me. 
I was yeah, like, oh shit. So yeah. Did you I, see I the was... flashlight that the cop had? It was like this big. It looked like a dollar <laughs> store fucking flashlight. There's no way a cop had like it was so small. He was like holding it with like two fingers. I was like, like that's a chain. prop that obviously they couldn't get a good flashlight. And they were like, just give me that little one. Well, they, they blew yeah. the budget on when he put the woman's skin on for the CGI. Yeah. So he had yeah, to the, go to the dollar went store. Way too high and <laughs> I did like the warehouse though, even though they reuse a lot of the setting. Like that, yeah. that setting was pretty cool. Like there was some cool spots, I guess, that they could use. I thought the aesthetic was really nice. That it was yeah. a dingy, just like run down like warehouse building. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, was I, nice. I, I was down with it. Warehouse or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't I didn't love the character of the cat lady. I felt like it was, uh, like the in the in writing the script he gave her these weird personality yeah. traits that didn't really like go anywhere like why is she the cat lady why does she think this doll is her baby like why is she even there like why is she there well didn't you actually get a vibe that he, she actually had a connection to art yeah. <laughs> from for a moment like because she like, was so but, weird but she is she like being held captive there like why is she there but but that, and, and that, that's my question for you is that but but also the way she acted even at the beginning that she had some sort of connection to art and then it kind of came to fruition when art was hold, holding her her doll which she, she thought was emily her daughter and then did this motherly thing to him i mean and, and that's that's what it felt like to me it was like even when you saw her at the beginning of the movie is or or, or her first introduction to the movie was she was connected somehow to art because she was the know. kind of. I, the... No, go ahead, Jacqueline. I, I, I find her presence in the movie confounding. Like, I, I don't know why Simpsons she's there. She's the well, I like, I don't know why she's, she seems like at first I thought she was like, a homeless woman who was hanging around, but she looks too like pretty and well groomed. Like to she just doesn't seem like, and then she seems like somebody who maybe just wandered over. Like I just don't get and like why does she have these very specific details about thinking that the doll is her daughter when the the script has almost no specific details about anything. Like it, it feels like it was going to go somewhere and it it didn't. And like I I liked the scene where she tries to comfort him but it's like none of the other none of those other details were necessary for that to happen i feel like it would have been better if she were a woman that he had kidnapped and was holding captive there yeah. and kept her alive for some reason like just to torture her or something and and then we saw her say like have you ever felt a mother's touch like and show her cradling him and and then he kills her anyway which i think makes it extra heart-wrenching that's like yeah. this guy yeah. has no heart whatsoever well, whatever she died what yeah yeah she was like she was i assume skinned. she died i mean her yeah. i mean she's brain, skinned, basically but she was her, brain was, skin. her, her yeah, brain was showing and like her body was skinned and he was right. wearing her skin so i think like, i think she died i think it's safe to assume that she died yeah i, I feel like she almost like we haven't seen the sequel yet yeah well, I, maybe maybe she's on that verge of becoming the heart lady return you know, like the, yes. the harbinger I, movie of, of kind of trying to tell you the story of this. But yeah, yes. you're right, absolutely right. I agree, but like happened. a harbinger has to have a reason for being there. Like in a right. in Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre, like it's the gas station guy. It's like he's there because it's a gas station. But right, like, right. And it never really like came to fruition of her, of her being the harbinger. Like, it, there was like this point of it could have, but it just fell off the map because she then she became 
the character of the movie or, or another victim of the movie. Not mm-hmm. to say the Harbinger doesn't die, but but the Harbinger gives you an info dump. And she didn't really, she didn't give you really anything. You know, that no. her, her daughter, Emily, she's holding a doll. So that was it. No, she didn't. So you guys don't know what she's doing there either. I no, will I, say, I really don't. <laughs> I don't, as someone really who's care. from New York, like there are people like that out on the streets in New York City. Like, so. But is this just, like a homeless person or is she I, just like hanging out there? That's I she was there? like vagrant. I thought she or was a squatter. Ill. Well, it yeah. felt like a squatter to me. Squatter, that, yeah. She was, yeah, that she's, she's in this, she's in the building just. I mean, you know, like her hair was. Maybe all she goes in at night when they close up. She found a way in or something like that to stay off the streets. Because I mean, she like, looks like she just got off day, work. I literally I mean, saw a guy come out of the subway. He yeah, looked well dressed, well and he was manicured. talking to himself like he was fucking crazy. Right. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt like her her presence just felt weird, and the amount of detail about her, like the weird quirks about her with the doll, just. Like I expected that to specifically go somewhere, and it didn't. It's like nobody else had all these, you know, character traits. I, I just. I don't think any of the characters really made sense. Even that. Even the. Uh, you know the 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 um what the guy that was spraying down that was bombing the 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 building. Not His name's Mike the Exterminator. Mike the Exterminator. So so Mike made no sense to me. I mean, he was there to let really? them in. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, he was an exterminator he's, doing he was stuff like, at night when the building's closed. So that made sense to me. Yeah, he was there right. to like bomb the place with bug bombs or whatever to get right. rid of the rats. And the fact that like he comes back and tries to save the day, I thought that was decent enough. Like, yeah. oh wait, he's not dead yet. But I just thought I, I just thought that they they tried to make him you know the protagonist of the movie. And then, you know, it was like that. I, I thought he went a little too far. I, I thought, I thought Damien Leone went a little too far of trying to throw so many curveballs at you of this is our, you know, this is our protagonist. This is our protagonist. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought it, it really with Tara, it was just like, that was good. I mean, the, the fact that you thought she was going to live through the whole thing yeah. and then she was shot by the gun. It was just like, okay, just let Art do his thing. You know, you know nothing's going to happen. But you know, he I kept trying he's to. Just another his... Italian guy who Damien <laughs> wanted to put in the movie. That's all. True. That's fine. Maybe he Fair could enough. put you in his next movie, Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could put. Oh, you yeah, in I am Italian. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I get you, John. Though, like, it maybe could have been a little bit more to that character. Like, it's fine that he was in the movie, but he could. He was just sort of there. You could tell he was there just to move along certain parts of the plot, right? Like, yeah, maybe it was the acting. In it. Maybe, maybe it was just because it was like, like, like his interaction with with the doll lady. Um, he, he was just like, "Hey, lady, stay away from me. I gotta go. Get away from me." <laughs> well, I mean, I think all of the characters could have been more. Div- I, I think that's not just. Him. I think all of them could have had more to them. Could have been uh, fleshed out. Could have been more fleshed out. Yeah, I think yeah. they all should have had Pun that. Intended. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they all should have had that. So it's just, I think it was just, you know, a slasher can be, a slasher can be simple, but it doesn't have to be, like, it's it's better, it's always better if you care about your characters, period. And it's not, it's not like against the spirit of a slasher to have fleshed out characters that audiences care about. And, and and see them as real people. And to me, all of the characters almost pretty much just felt um, very cardboard and two-dimensional, except for Art. But, I, you know, like I said, I'd still like to know more about him. But 
all the victims were just, I think, kind of throwaway characters. And so you don't really give a shit if they get killed. But, but, and, you know, that actually happened after Tara, though. I mean, because Tara, you felt like, you know, she, she, she'd like to go out with her friend, uh, freaking uh, uh, Dawn. And it was like, I thought they did enough with those two characters. But then after that happened, I agree with you. I, I think that everybody else just kind of became throwaway characters. Mm-hmm. Because Don, you knew was going to be the first victim, or, or it, and you know, goddamn, if they didn't throw like the biggest curveball in the world of how she was going to die, mm-hmm. um, she had the worst acting. She absolutely did. And you know, her, I thought her, like want to be. Sorry, what are you saying? No, all the acting was was really piss poor, with the exception. Keep of the, in mind is when people pretend to be drunk, yeah. in movies, and it's just like, come on, man! Like yeah. her, Painful. her drunken stupid was so dumb. Yeah, and you just lay by your car and it's like, I feel so sick. So you just say pizza, yeah. relax, dude. I'm just, 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 you're fine. All right. You, you had food in your stomach. Stop, stop treating me like I'm an 18 year old kid, all right? I did think that they had something going there with the relationship between Tara and Victoria. Like they could have, you could have felt a little bit more for them because they had that sisterly thing where she calls her in college and like, she, hey, can you do me a favor? And like, there was something there that they could have developed a little bit more yeah, where you yeah. felt more stakes for these two characters. Like, I hope they survive. And then they both get fucked up. Like, so not even one of them pulls through really. But I, 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 as much as the character development wasn't there, I thought that was actually very cool because you don't, this, this movie did throw some like really weird things at you. And maybe, you know, maybe our brains are not used to it, but you know, Art the Clown was the movie. You know, how yeah, you know you're right. It was built Halloween around him. Was Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael Myers was your antagonist, Laurie Strode was your protagonist. But the thing is, is that there was a good combo of everything. This movie was all about Art the Clown. Yeah, terrifying. it was built right around Art. And then the rest right. was built in it. And, and it's it like shows. everybody else was a supporting cast. So, you know, maybe that's a strength of the movie. Maybe, maybe Damien was like had this brilliant idea of like Okay, we're gonna make a slasher movie, but the slasher is the star. Yeah, and they've they've done it with Freddie, they've done it with Jason, but again, there's always the, somebody that's going to fort or, or or stop this antagonist from doing something, and then they come back up. But Art never really did that. He killed himself. Nobody killed him. Uh, yeah, he took that, that gun. He took that gun out of his uh, out of his ankle and just shot himself. Nobody killed him. The cops didn't. So, I don't know. Which is why it bothers me that he comes back in the end. <clears throat> That's a big why? problem with the movie. That's a big The lights problem. flicker and the fucking radio comes on. Is, it didn't make he's, any sense. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's paranormal, so I, I don't know. Neither did the timeline of the movie. Like, those were some of my biggest problems with it. Mm-hmm. All right. When you yeah. do see that interview and then all of a sudden he's pissed off and he kicks the TV and he's getting ready again. But, you know, again, I guess maybe he explains it away that he's paranormal. He, he can never die. That's it. You know, that's that's yeah. maybe the simplest explanation. Maybe we'll learn more when the sequel comes out next year and find out, you know, like, do, <clears throat> is it going to follow the same pattern? Like, Are we going to see him get killed and then pop up? And Maybe. Know, are we going to see more supernatural type workings like the lights flickering and things stopping and i don't know but but yeah you're right you guys are right this this really is art's movie and it it rests almost entirely on his shoulders i think it really depends on his look like the makeup and the costuming it really depends on his physical acting 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, again, he doesn't speak a word. And and none of us have complained about that. You know, no, we, no. we've complained about the it's other really strongest points. We, Pretty much everything com- except that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, but that's maybe what Davian was going for. You know, maybe just to yeah. give this idea of, you know, put the central focus around your antagonist. Maybe maybe root for him a little bit as much as you don't want to, but maybe, you know, maybe some people are like. Fuck yeah, Art the Clown. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh yeah, people. Well, I think time will tell for me with that. Like time will tell if if we get more sequels and and you know is he going to be built up as this sort of anti-hero that we root for the bad guy? You know, kind of like um, you guys are going to hate me, but kind of like um the Firefly Firefly family in House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Like you kind of root for them, like they're the bad guys, but they're like they're the the villains that the story is built around and the victims are really secondary to that. And, and I hear that hundred percent, you know, they're vile, disgusting human beings. But then again, at the end of the movie, you know, Freebirds playing and they're driving towards and you're like, I hope they get out. Why am I rooting for them? Right. I hate to say it, but those movies have more plot than this one. <laughs> they do. Oh, they do. No, no, they, yeah, and more no, character no, development. I, I've I've admitted sure. Rob Zombie can direct a freaking movie. His dialogue sucks, but these yeah, just yeah, they were the, they were bad. The best Rob Zombie podcast. Yeah, it's it's not. I, I think Rob Zombie's a, a a wonderful director. He just sucks at writing a script. That's all. I'm going to put Lords of Salem one of these really days and make you guys music. watch it. What? Lords of Salem. <clears> I've never <throat> seen that one. I'll pay you twenty dollars. It's one of his better movies, actually. I'll pay twenty dollars too. I, I just said Lords of Salem because I think you guys would really hate it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's got his wife in it, right? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, she's in every movie. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. She'll she'll be in every movie that he's. Don't in. worry, Heidelberg. You yeah. won't you won't miss out on sharing the zombie. Mm, she'll be. But anyway, like, yeah. So time. so I almost wonder if this is sort of a, a Rob Zombie style antihero that he's trying to build. Um, but like I said, I think time will tell if if we get more more sequels. We'll kind of see how he how this character sort of evolves if, if at all or if it's just going to be more of the same i hope he does so, evolve yeah. somewhat I, w- I would like to see that i would like to see that well any other major points that you guys want to make i think I give our ratings all right johnny boy why don't you start us off <clears throat> all right uh you know i think we've hit on the acting that was completely awful in this movie so it's really really hard to look past there's not a whole lot of plot to it, but I don't think slashers need a whole lot of plot to it. Um, uh, I, I do feel that Art the Clown is a central character of of Terrifier, which I, I kind of appreciate. And I think a lot of people appreciate the fact that he, he's your new kind of slasher of, uh, of different kills, the way they did it. Um, I didn't appreciate a lot of the gore, I'm, and I'm not a huge gore fan, but some of the stuff I really, really, really kind of loved. I mean, I just thought it was so creative and and, and it felt fresh to me. It, it felt like we had a fresh, new slasher kind of direction. If I'm sure if Damien had more of a, a, a budget, it, it would have had better actors in it. But, you know, there's not a whole lot to really base this off of. And I said, it, it's kind of like a, a, a flaccid fuck movie. So I've really got to get kind of middle of the road movie. If you like gore and you just want to have a good time with it and sit back and enjoy with your friends, you may have fun with this. Although <laughs> you gotta be a horror fan because you cannot sit there and watch some of these scenes and be like, that was fucking cool. You will 
actually be very disgusted by some of the stuff you see. Um, so I'm going to give it 5.5 out of 10 carved human pumpkin heads. All right. 5.5 out of 10. Yes. Okay. So what you're saying, you were saying that this is a dead fuck, this movie. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah, it's a, it's, you know, just. That's a slasher. It's yeah. kind of like scissoring, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what? You lost me there. Heidelberg. <laughs> yeah. You want to give us. Normally your... I pick up on the dirty stuff, but I don't even know what you're talking about, John. I, I don't know what happened there. I don't. My thing cut out. I'm sorry. You guys go ahead. <laughs> no. All right. Um, let's see here. All right. I'm going to give some pros for this movie because there are some. I, I do think there's some good things in this movie. Uh, I think there's some great gore, like you said, John, and some very creative kills, some kills that we've just never seen before in a slasher. I think the set piece, although a little bit, you know, used a little bit much, you know, for certain scenes, um, like you said in the end, it was a really good set piece. The warehouse looks good and dingy and dirty and like the lighting's really good in it. And there's just a lot of different corridors and areas that look different with tile on the walls and it just has that nasty vibe to it that if you're being hunted by a fucking sadistic clown like it's fucking scary so yeah that works for me um and i said although i may knock the low budget feel to this movie because it, it is made on the cheap i do admire damien leone for making it and getting it made and how popular it's become in the horror community like very fast enough that it's warranted a sequel like there's going to be a sequel and Art the Clown himself is just, he's a horror icon in one film. Just based off this performance and just his look in general, like, he's just really good. So David Howard Thornton, like, I got to give him credit where credit's due. Like, his portrayal of art is, like, really good, right? And he doesn't even speak. It's all just physical. So uh, those are my pros. My cons, the acting in this movie is really bad, especially Dawn's acting. But she gets killed off early, so I've already mentioned that. I mentioned the diversity. I think it could have used a little bit more. You know, it is New York City. It's a melting pot. And there's only Italian-Americans mainly in this movie, it seems. Um, and I happen to be one. But I want to see more diversity. Uh, this movie hardly has a plot, in my opinion. It, <laughs> leaning into Victoria becoming the new art, I thought would have been like a cool premise, you know, or something of that nature. And the ending just fell flat for me. Um, it just comes out of left field. Like, hey, supernatural. Like, where did that come from? You didn't even tell us anything about that. There was nothing to even lead towards that. Give me some breadcrumbs at least or something. Um, and I just, like I said before, I think it's just one brutal kill after another string together. And there's not much plot to, to string it together. Um, I feel like a lot of this film could have been enjoyed as like a kill count clip. You know what I mean? Like you're mainly watching it for the, the kills. And um, I feel like a lot of the things that this movie does, I've seen other movies do much better. And that's a gripe of mine. Like, I thought, you know, this movie does stand out, though, as a slasher. And so with that said, I am going to give Terrifier four out of ten carved human pumpkin heads. <laughs> that's okay. fair. Jacqueline, how you feeling about Terrifier? Well, I, I agree pretty much wholeheartedly with everything you guys said. Um, I mean, I was just, like, nodding emphatically while you both were talking. Um, the, I, we've, we've touched all the bad things. I mean, my main complaints are almost no storyline, almost no character development. It's, there's really nothing to it. Like Heidelberg said, beyond 
a charismatic killer and really brutal kills. So it's it's not it's not a strong narrative piece of work. Um, I think that it could have been so much stronger if they had had the character of Art played exactly how he was. I, I have no gripes whatsoever about the character of Art the Clown or his portrayal by the actor or the makeup designer, anything like that. Um, but if, the, if we had been able to combine that with a stronger and more interesting story that actually felt like it was going somewhere and had like a narrative thrust behind it, I think that could have been just an infinitely better movie. I mean, just, I mean, like an instant classic. And, you know, Heidelberg, you were talking about how Art the Clown is an instant icon and, you know, the pantheon of killers. Yeah. I, I don't know that, but you said in the horror community, and that's the thing, is yeah, I don't think that, that Art, I don't think Art the Clown is, I don't think mainstream audiences are yeah. ready for him. And I think that with a stronger storyline, and just an overall better quality of writing to the script, I think that maybe audience, maybe mainstream audiences could accept him. Like maybe they could be ready for That's that. Point. Um, so, you know, we've already talked about all the bad stuff, but you know what outweighs almost all the bad stuff for me is that this movie is fucking scary. <laughs> it really is. It's, it, I thought it was very frightening. And so, that goes a long way for me because that's the reason I watch horror movies is I want to be scared. And there are a lot of drawbacks to this. There's, there's a lot I can detract points for. Um, but the fact that it really scared me, I'm going to give it 6.5 human pumpkin heads. Nice. Very well done. I'm curious. And guys, uh, and I mean this with all sincerity, when the Terrifier 2 does come out, are you guys interested to see it? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. As big of a problem that we've had with this movie, because we did semi shit on this movie. So I, I'm well, just I'd curious. like to support the director because I do think yes. like he, he definitely tried to make a different movie and he's like he, it has a following. Yeah. And so does the the character that he created. And just yeah, to try like, to think I, with, I, I... I I, st- I I think this I think this movie fucks like I said before and despite its problems it's a scary horror movie and so right. yeah I will definitely see a sequel for sure and I you know I would watch this again I think this has rewatch value yeah. um, for when you're in the when you're in a particular kind of mood <laughs> this is the kind of movie I would like show somebody maybe to startle them like hey you want to see uh-huh. some brutality mm-hmm. check this fucker out. Somebody that you know can handle it. Again, this yeah, is not for the casual horror fan who's only seen like, you know. Yeah, I felt I, I felt it wasn't. Yeah, it, it's not bad to where you make fun of, but you, it's like it's like yeah, you have to be with somebody that has a particular kind of taste that can handle this because, man, that that stuff is brutal it <laughs> and is. it's all practical. I mean, you just yeah. look, well, with the exception of the naked lady thing, but watch that again because you'll I see that. Uh, it's really not. It's I really will. not. It's really not. Like, look did at the guys, head. I I don't know. It doesn't matter much to me. But did you guys see all All Hallows Eve, the film that came before I this? Did. That I did. Art the Clown? I haven't seen that. So, it, I'd I'd like to hear your it's like an anthology. It is. But I'd like to hear your take on like the writing in that movie and how does it compare to this and how does the character of Art the Clown compare? 
it, it, it's really bad, but it, it's a decent anthology. But you get introduced to Arthur Clown because he's not the main character in it, but he's kind of no, like the recurring one of the character. Stories. Yeah, he, he's kind of a recurring character throughout the movie. Um, not a high recommend, but you know, something you want to check out if you want to get introduced to Art the Clown, and it's a completely different it's, actor that's doing it. Man, um, it's been a while, it's like oh, a VHS sort of vibe, right? The hmm. lady gets like a tape or something, one of the kids gets a oh, tape, yeah, as a, yeah, like a treat oh, gift, and then a little bit, yeah, it's got that kind has of like vibe the stories it. on it or something, but but it has the anthology feel to it. How's so. the reach around? <laughs> How is that reach around? Device. Not very good. <laughs> no. It didn't have very long arms, so don't worry about it. Mm. <laughs> well, so, really reach around too well. <laughs> so if just, again, this is just you guys' opinion. In did well before that. Did Damien Leone write and direct that film also completely? That's a good um, question. I think I think he did uh, a segment. Okay, I because believe. My, what I'm wondering is if we have this character and, you know, similar slasher type thing in All Hallows Eve, and then if, if it's gotten better by the time we get to Terrifier, like maybe the, the filmmaking is better, maybe the storyline is better, um, maybe that that means that there's room for it to grow some more by the time we get to Terrifier 2. Do you see what yeah, I'm getting yeah. at? Like I'm not yeah. saying it well, but like if there's been improved, if Terrifier shows improvement from All Hallows Eve, Maybe terrifying. He says he's the writer and director. Okay, so maybe he did the whole thing. I don't know. And he's also. So you guys think terrifying is better than All Hallows Eve? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So then maybe Uh, I I think that. Well, then I I really want to give one might be better. Yeah, I want to give him an opportunity to to improve as a filmmaker. I mean, these, you know, who makes a perfect film right off the bat? And especially if you're just trying to get into this business and you're trying to make a slasher movie and do something different like i think he accomplished that and you know maybe there's room He's for him made to a name for himself for yeah. Sure. yeah i think so too hey jacqueline do you have any uh trivia for this bad boy i do yeah oh, there's nice. not a ton there's not a ton but i've got some some facts so let me just pull this up here terrifier okay whoa my phone is doing something crazy all right <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have any quiz questions again. I had two sick kids this right. weekend, and I, so, but I, I do have. Uh, first of all, the ambulance that drives past Dawn as she listens to the radio broadcast in the car was mm. unplanned. That was a real ambulance mm. that went by. It just was <laughs> really? very fortuitous timing. Nice. So they're like, all right. David Howard Thornton, who portrays Art the Clown, has previous mime experience, so obviously that came in very handy with this performance. So I, I think that that's pretty, um, that, I mean, that tracks, like, I think his physical acting was really outstanding. So uh, let's see. This was actually based on the short film Terrifier from 2011. Are you guys familiar with that short? Yeah. Isn't no. that the short film that's in All Hallows Eve or is that a different Oh, it doesn't specify. It might might have. It might have been. I don't. God, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know. We're so bad at our jobs. Oh man, we're fired. Yeah, we are. The the jack o' lantern shown in the pizza parlor is CGI. Damien Leone said that he wanted the scene to have more of a Halloween feel to it, so he added it in post production. So that was not originally there. Let's throw that in there. Although Halloween 2018 stole it. They sure did. 
Yes, stole it from uh, Terrifier. Yep. The scene in the pizza restaurant that was originally meant to take place in a burger restaurant, but Damien Leone changed this when he realized that both Jenna Canel and Catherine Corcoran, or Tara and Don, were vegetarian. So oh, okay. Know. Cheese pizza. There you go. Yep. Let's see. At the beginning, okay. So, again, I agree with you guys that the timeline in this movie is very confusing and maybe doesn't quite work out. But at the beginning of the film, in Monica's dressing room, there's a sign which reads, The end is just a new beginning. This foreshadows the ending reveal that this first scene, in fact, takes place after all of the other events depicted in the film and that the unnamed, deformed girl being interviewed is the final girl. There you go. So, still doesn't explain Art the Clown getting mad and putting on his makeup and going down the street. Possessing her <laughs> and pu- pulling out her eyeballs, which, by the way, looked really good in that movie. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I believe. Sorry. No, I just thought that. I, I thought the practical effect of the, the, the yeah. talk show host getting her eyeballs ripped out was like a really good look. So it was gory. It was savage. Like, I thought it would just be sunk in, right? But like, her yeah. face was like, totally like one of the eyeballs was kind of hanging out. And I'm just yeah. like, ah, that was cool. Yeah. Gross. Definitely. <laughs> yep. That's all I've got for trivia. All right. So we got Jacqueline. Next week, we continue our Halloween month. Uh, what are we thinking about reviewing next week? <laughs> I feel so privileged that I get to have two Halloween picks this month. Just worked out that way with the timing. So thanks for exactly. letting me just uh, do my thing, guys. But uh, I think just since we've already done two clown Halloween movies in a row, let's keep it going and cover Haunt. Yes. Nice. <laughs> We're clowning around this month. We are clowning around. We're trying to make you laugh. That's uh, God, I, I gotta get a soundboard. It's a Shutter exclusive, right? I believe it is. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's exclusively on Shutter. You may be able to find it on Prime, but God, ooh, I've seen this movie before. It's uh, yeah, so, uh there is an awesome don't cover. Don't say anything, of drag- John. For God's no. sake, yeah, please, don't say don't. anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's an awesome cover of Dragula. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that went on my that went on my Halloween. Playlist. I was listening to that this weekend when I got ready for the costume party. What do you think? Or any tracks that you liked on there? I like I like most of it. I like you had said it too. It's not just like spooky vibes. It's like stuff that you might play at a party too. It's like it's not just uh, uh, Halloween sound effects or movie stuff. It was like stuff that you like that also reminds you of Halloween or stuff that you would you know, that speaks on like macabre things or whatever. Like, yes, exactly. It's songs. not just like monster mash. It's not yeah, it's like not sound effects. It's, yep. it's, it's an eclectic mix. It's some rock and some folk and some soundtracks and uh, kind of hopefully a little something for everybody. There's a lot of different styles. I pictured young, a younger emo Jacqueline listening to some of the songs <laughs> around the, or, the or 39 year old emo Jacqueline listening. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her I over mean, here. She's rocking out right now. Honestly, like all the stuff on there, it's the kind of stuff that I listen to in just in day-to-day life, not just in October, but like all the time. So that's awesome. I was like getting ready and I was like, what do I want to listen to? And I was like, wait, I got, I'm going to listen. I went back and I went on the uh, Facebook and I was like, let me grab that link I put up there. Thanks. Everybody else should do. I'm glad you gave it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. I still want to listen to more of it. I got plenty of October still left. That cover of Dragula is on there. I think it's towards the end. That song's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. A good one. Are so, we still yeah. talking about Rob Zombie? No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's let's plug the socials. 
All right. So if you'd like to email us with any questions or comments or just want to say hello, uh, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at cut above horror. You can find us on the Instagram at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review. And you can find us on Facebook at a cut above colon horror review. And we, we would very, very much appreciate if you listen to us on iTunes and we appreciate you wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you rate and review us, give us that five-star review. So you can find this podcast so much easier, share it with yeah. your friends and enjoy. It, really does it does really does. Mm-hmm. We got some solid reviews already too. Yes, we do. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Thanks to everybody who's subscribing and following and liking and reviewing. It's awesome. All right, boys. Well, let's watch Haunt and talk about it next week. All right. Keep it creepy.